Hi, Craig. Hey, Craig. All right. Uh, we'll just go ahead and get started. So, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the D League podcast, episode eight. Um, it is me, your commissioner, Jameson, here with my vice commissioner, Austin, and today's special guest, Bean Else. That's so, happening. Hello, everyone. <laughs> All right, Austin, you want to kick it off? How was your week? <clears throat> we might need to turn. Well, maybe it's just turned down on my Discord for beat else. Can you hear him all right? Yeah, I can hear him okay. Okay. Uh, how was my week? Um, it was all right. So uh, we didn't get up too much. This is the first weekend we had actually like stayed in Minneapolis uh, since like the first weekend of college football. So it's been like two months. Um didn't do a whole lot. It was luckily really nice out. So we basically just like wandered around Minneapolis for two days and then went over to my in-laws on Sunday. So I only watched um, some of the afternoon games. Um, I did lose. So that was a big bummer. Um, Can't believe it. Yeah. I didn't have a good feeling going into it. Um so I was playing Tanner, and he did have Gabe Davis on by, but that was it. And he has the number one and number two running backs on the season with Eckler and uh, Chubb. So I was pretty scared because I didn't have um, Sanders. I didn't have Jefferson. I didn't have – I just lost Hollywood Brown. Um, Eagles defense was gone, and there was somebody else that was on by. I think I have four people. So it was already pretty rough. Um, and then um, – so the first half of like the first games happened and I'm like, I'm doing okay. I'm like hanging in there. And then in the second half, well, actually let's just wrap it all up from all of Sunday to Monday. I didn't have a single person score a touchdown. So <laughs> that's, it's kind of hard to win that way. Um, and then I had uh, Austin Eckler just kind of rip my soul out of my body on a garbage time drive to kind of seal the deal. Um, I thought maybe I could get a miracle with the Patriots defense, but um, they got the shit kicked out of them. So there was no 28-point defensive comeback for me. So I I, I did lose. Um, I'm tied with the rest of you um, fucking losers. So I'm not I'm not invincible. How was your weekend? Well, strong words. Uh, so <laughs> I I thought going into the week that I was gonna like I had a chance to really score like kind of a dominating win. Um, and cause I, I was flexing Saquon Barkley and I thought that seems this, nice. Yeah. See, right. Like it'd be nice. I'm, I was, my team's going on all cylinders. I should be just fine. Um, I, it did not happen that way. It was, I won, but like, it wasn't as convincing as I was hoping this fluke week would have allowed me to do. So, but I won, I'm, I'm on a little bit of a streak. Um, we'll see if I can continue that, but I, I'm not. I'm not exactly hopeful, you know, all, all good things must come to an end, but I did finally break 50%, which, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a rough time up in presidents. So if I can break, I feel like breaking that is an achievement of itself, but how about you special guest B Nels? How was your week? Information that there is no God. Um, I scored one touchdown on my entire fantasy team. Um, Nice, same. So that was super thrilling. Um, 
This week wasn't as disappointing because I wasn't projected to win. And uh, first time I wasn't projected to be in the triple digits. Uh, and just on average, you should subtract 20 points from my projection. Uh, <laughs> first time that someone has scored, um, I think, less than 115 points against me. So Voss even went easy on me. And uh, he still managed to beat me by about 20 points. So just, Fuck, just, man. just hanging in there. Yeah, would you like to describe your mental state at this point in the season? How appropriate it is. Um, there's, it's just confirmation that you know there wasn't luck involved that win them all. Um, but definitely, uh, <laughs> um, I've been ravaged. Uh, the last week, they actually went easy on me, like I said, and uh, still couldn't do it. Dusty. When we lose to Dusty, you pretty much just kind of give up all hope. And uh, that's where we are. You know, I'm 0-7, got a chance to win out and uh, maybe finish 8-7 and and go to the playoffs, but that's probably not going to happen. It could happen. You could, I mean, if you have a freak enough league, you could do it with 7. So you never know. You're give and... me the opportunities now. It's now my, my team started off hot, when, uh, but they, they just the other teams started off hotter, and uh, now my team has decided that it's somehow uh, – uh, impressive how the uh, the more follow my team for all these people who don't play together is uh, consistently bad. <laughs> they have a. Uh, I, I imagine Dusty's team is like that image macro of like the the Grim Reaper, and he's gone through like three doors already, and he's like knocking on the next one. What's sad his is his team is actually good too. Like if he like I would know. have done any effort into it at all, like he could easily. Yeah. Like, this team's really good, but Dust, Dusty in our league, like, if he had just done anything at all, he could have uh, <laughs> had a good team there. If Dusty had just started starting players, I think he would. He might be the top team in your league. <clears throat> possible. It's possible, yeah. Yeah, you – so a couple of things for – you're in Blipto. You have 100 more points than Zhao, who has one more win than you. Um, but you have <laughs> – you have over a hundred more points against you than anyone else in your league. So think people are just kind of, uh, they're going off big time on to the Leewoods killers. That uh, and that was at least nice to have that excuse. Um, and then the last two weeks <laughs> I haven't even been able to say that. And so now it's, just, <laughs> now it's a whole nother level of dark that I didn't realize I could have after those first five weeks, but here we are. That's yeah. rough. I, you know, but you're, you're, you got your head down, you're, but you're going through it, you know. <laughs> yeah, forward, I was just thinking, know, um, Russell Wilson's doing knee highs, so he's going to come out hot, I'm sure of it. <laughs> do you, do yeah, you have yeah. Russ? <laughs> do you have Russ? Oh, yeah, you do. That's I do. Awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. I felt it's so time. excited getting him in like the eighth or ninth round. I was like, what a mm-hmm. steal. That's, that's, <laughs> that's hey, BNL, I have. I do. I just looked you up on the League Legacy website. Uh, a couple of fun facts about the Tito Lee Woods Killers. I think <laughs> one of the most uh, consistent franchises names. I think you have been Tito. Well, you've been Tito Lee Woods Killers since about 2013. You did have a couple of uh, more colorful names, but but <laughs> the first name that you ever had in the league was Crazy Bones Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> so how far we've come? I don't remember. I don't remember that. What one. is? I, I assume there was like a uterus bruisers or an elevator domesticator. <laughs> the uh, Ray Rice. Yeah, that was the year. There was the no. That was Beats by Ray. 
You had that uh, <laughs> great year oh, for you. You went, you went you went two and eleven. Yeah, yeah uh, I deserve that. Yeah. yeah. I where have, did the uh, where did T- okay. Tito Lee Woods come from? What is that? Tell us about Tito Lee Woods Killers. So, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, my name in Spanish was Tito, and um, uh, before I even smoked pot, uh, I hung out with people who maybe did. And in the movie Half Baked, the uh, dog they buy is um, is named Killer, and they buy him from the guy who owns the junkyard. His name's Tito Leewood, and I hadn't seen <laughs> Half Baked at this point, and my Started calling me Tito Leewood, um, and here are how many years later? Twenty years later, and uh, yeah, still stuck. Plays an Xbox still Tito Leewood. Hit me up. Wow, that's awesome. That's, ama- that's actually amazing. Um, what else is amazing? Thirteen seasons in the league, never no breaks. Can't say that for a lot of people. You're an an OG from the beginning, and and what you have. Uh, you've amassed as a record of 72 and 91 and one tie. Uh, you are currently the lowest rated team in the entire league. <laughs> well, that's, that's for the 0-7. But, but you have uh, you have one championship and three second places. So uh, somehow so you like like I said, I'm a glutton for pain. I'm here for it. So you're either you're either like one win or you're in the championship. Yeah, basically, it looks as if that's literally the case. Sure, but I'm pretty sure the year I won the championship, it was uh, myself and the other lowest seed. Um, we happened to upset <laughs> the people in the first round that had amazing teams and just laid an egg. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it was me as a sixth seed versus the fifth seed. Well, you know what? That was that was and a. That, a multi-league. Yeah, right. This is a you didn't win like Austin did. Just one of right. the you had to actually be in on, you know, in the mix. Through a lot of changes. Yeah, I have a. So, mm-hmm. You have a. You have one of the. What year did you win? Fifteen. You want? Yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So it had been going for a couple of years. That's so pretty good. I remember when we started this league and. uh James Long time ago. It's the idea and it, it's it's been it's been a fun ride. I love it. It is pretty pretty fun. <clears throat> it's absolutely right, fucking well, now... hell, but <laughs> <laughs> No, I get every lineup. Yeah, every year, every 3 years it's a hell of a great a great time, but in between that it's a nightmare. A weird Like I have so many. Like I'm in a work league that they're like, "Yeah, you should set this up. You do this. You should. You should. You know, we start off 0 and 4 in that league to these people who have no idea what football even is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't uh, feel great. It does tough, man. Doesn't feel great at all. I've been like a little spoiled having like the control. I guess I do because I did. I did a neighborhood league, and like the first time that I realized it was just like the default waiver setting. I was like, this is like, like baby time frolics. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I've talked to a couple other people. They're like, have you, have you ever seen like players locked on Sunday or locked, you know, at, at, like there is no free agent period. And I'm like, no, that sounds, that's just God awful. Like what is your commissioner doing? So we, we that's definitely literally what we were talking about doing last time last week. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I didn't jump in, but I'm definitely against daily waivers. 
That's yeah, awful. because at this point in your life, you can still wake up and yeah, and and it's it's advantage. more for like the day of shit. Yeah, like that's trying true. to make pickups on Sundays and daily waivers is just that's so that's bad form. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I did actually think about that when I woke up on uh, when or on I think there was news that came out on like Sunday and Corey Anderson like four hours before I even woke up had already picked somebody up. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even well, think he's on the East Coast, so no, Just gets up early. Just, yeah, super early guy. Got to get up and get at him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why talk? Corey is now the number one scoring team in the league. He does shit like that. We yeah. all should strive to be like Corey. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could do NFL observations. Um, be, you and Beanells can just take it away on this one. Yeah, Beanells, would you agree that Brandon Staley is a fucker? Yeah, it's hard to argue against that. Um, He's a little fuck. And uh, does Nathaniel Hackett keep his job after this week? I think he's done. He's the absolute worst. What happens if they just take off and he doesn't make the plane back from London? I wouldn't blame him. Like As a a first-time head coach, when you have to hire (laughs) someone to, like, do your job for you and after week <laughs> three. Like, that's an absolute embarrassment. I can't believe they have kept him this long. Yeah, there was oh, like the, there was like a maybe one week period where it was like, okay, he knows he's, he's kind of in and over his head. He's trying to have some people help you out. But now you realize, like, no, he's trying to get somebody else to do his job for him. That, Isn't that the dream? Like someone overpays is, yeah. you, and then you pay a guy to do the job better, and then you just collect the the, the difference Tr- there. Trust me, my dream would be to f- be a fucking NFL head coach and be terrible and have a buyout. Like that would be incredible. I'd do that. Scott Frost is living the dream. Yeah, exactly. I would. I would be Scott Frost. That would be. It, I evidently, mean, I'll do it evidently for the, uh, the Brian Flores interview wasn't the only one that the uh, Broncos staff showed up drunk for because that's crazy that they <laughs> ended up giving this guy a job. <laughs> uh yeah, so I just had a vendetta against Staley because he kept Austin Eckler in, in the last like four minutes. Um he screwed people. And then uh Mike Evans got or Mike Williams got injured, so that's what you get, dickhead. That really sucks. Maybe uh maybe take your starters out when there's no chance of you winning. You know, like yeah, he mm-hmm. broke Herbert's ribs like five weeks ago. He uh, killed Mike Williams, and it's only a matter of time before Eckler goes down too. And that's what you will deserve. Um, next was, I just am so confused on what the hell is going on with Tampa Bay. It's obvious that Carolina is like the worst team in the league other than maybe Houston. At least Houston looks like they're well, sort of together. Young. Yeah, they're like young. They have Damon Pierce, who's like, the best player in the NFL, Stud. and then yeah, yeah, and I just I don't understand. Is are, are they injured? Is is Brady finally D- divorce? Batteries running out. <laughs> it is. It's affecting all of the kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, very strange. I mean, Carolina kind of beat the living shit out of them, and then they have uh, who they play tomorrow? Uh, the Ravens. I don't know. Yeah, the Ravens, Ravens also are like weirdly. It's not good, which is weird. Yeah, it's kind of beats by Ray energy. uh, 
<laughs> I need him back. Sign him. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the NFL in general is just the scoring is really bad, like we said last week. And it's it's the these teams, like the Ravens, Tampa Bay, Chargers even, that are all like, they're taking like whole halves off and uh, not doing any shit. And it's ruining all of our lives. Um, next, Atlanta. Um, so we all know Kyle Pitts is like really good, but they won't ever give him the ball. Drake London was kind of a thing for a little bit. So Atlanta was down like 30 points for the majority of this game and still only threw the ball 13 total times. Like I get that's, that's that you're bad, doing Atlanta. a... <laughs> Wait, are you a uh, Falcons fan? Just I started Marcus Mariota, so you just it's, uh, it's one of those things where if I, if I start someone on the fancy team, like if you need to, some betting advice, Austin, um, just, actually, yeah, just whoever I'm going against, I'll send you a screenshot. You're gonna a lot of you're gonna win a lot of money. That'd be ideal. I'll bet the overs on all the other players, and then under this scores. is actually a better a better bet than a lot of other when we're just riffing because you actually have the record to back that up. That's true. Like, yeah, it's more impressive to go 0-7 than to go 7-0, I would say. Picked up a uh, running back from Indianapolis when they were all hurt like two hours before kickoff. Threw up 23 points against me. It was, it was super fun. <laughs> Teeds is a long time. I don't know if he's bothered to listen to this, but Teeds was a long time uh, like, like hosting team. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know. He, he There was like – like he he messaged me this year, legitimately didn't know how part of the app worked. And I was like, have you ever looked at this? And he's like, no. So I'm glad he's active now. But yeah, he's on all the, the waivers. Me. But not, yeah. yeah. Now that he's playing you, he's going to play again. So uh, next. Atlanta, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, you just need to go ahead and pass that info on to me. Let's do a little insider trading and then I'll know. Uh, I'll help. pass the winnings on to you if, if this works out, actually. Let me split this. Just give me a drink next yeah. time we're at the game. That works. Actually, I'll be there this weekend. Oh, but next one. Oh, wait, you live in Cleveland. <laughs> I do, unfortunately. <laughs> That's right. Okay, I won't be at that game. But the last Iowa State game, at, you were the only person I saw. That's right. I was just telling Merritt, she was... <laughs> uh, so I went in and Merritt was all, like, greasy. And I say this, <laughs> have Jameson or Brian... the pod. <laughs> have you... <laughs> heard the term slugging no do you know what that is no okay so Merritt does this thing like once a week where it's usually on like sundays where she does all of the skincare at once it's like every every like uh lotion or like cleanser or whatever and then she gets into bed and like she's like sticky because there's like so much (laughs) shit all over and her face is like shiny and she says it yeah i'm i'm slugging tonight i'm in my slug mode i'm like okay so i'm surprised Teresa doesn't know what i'm talking about i figured that i mean maybe she's never said that i literally no this has never been a phrase uttered in my household maybe somebody else will back me up but um anyway yeah i went in there i was like yeah bean else is the guest tonight and she's like oh hot chocolate yeah, that's right. She remembered. Um, yeah, some spiked hot chocolate from uh, Brian's tailgate. It was great. Um, Dan Campbell, uh, he's crying again. So it was nice to have the bye week off um, where Dan Campbell could not lose and then cry 
on his podium about how much he loves all his players. Um, I think Campbell would be a good like DC or something like that. But at this point, it's been it's been a couple of years of just you know starts and ends with me. I love these guys so much, and then he cries a bunch, and it's just that's not working out. And I feel bad because I think the Lions could be really good. If love or a team was only qualification you'd need, I think we'd see a lot different head coaches. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he reminds me of another Campbell, uh, Matt, who remember last year at the end of the atrocious season said, I think we would win a, a award from most together team. So well, Campbell's kind of had that, that together. Out. Hang the Listen band. His speech for that uh, sixth grade softball team or whatever the hell he coaches. Actually, just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, to beat the worst Iowa team in like 25 years, you know, at um, least we did. Yeah, it would have been worse if we didn't. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Do you think that story would have been leaked if we didn't win? I don't know. Oh, god, I hope not. Um, next, Giants are the best team in football, Danny fucking Dimes. That's pretty much all you need to say. They probably have the worst roster, other than but their defense is pretty good. Um, and they have like literally just Saquon Barkley and they are six and one. Like it's awesome. I love, I actually love when like shitty teams like the giants are really, really good. It makes uh red zone a lot more fun. Um, Imagine this is pretty funny. Personally to be good. Huh? I hope they continue to do whatever it is they're doing. Cause I just, I have Saquon now. So that's, Keep that's it a up. good pickup. Yeah. Yeah, I got him off the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Zero dollar bid. No name guy. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan, this is really funny. So last week he put up literally statistically the best game a QB in Colts history has ever had. And then this week it came out that he's being benched for Sam Allinger. So the season. <laughs> what a class. Not even a temporary though. thing for the season. Yeah. For the, yeah, they're like not even. <laughs> Let's just see how it is. It's like, this guy is fucking done. (laughs) He doesn't have it anymore. He used up all of his, yeah, he used up all of his uh, powers on one, one meaningless win. Someone like Um, caught him in the locker room and realized that he's just like an animated football uniform. Like his actual (laughs) body is dust. He does kind of look like some of the, uh, I forget what they're called, but the enemies you fight in like Skyrim, like those <laughs> elongated skeletons. They realize the spell's about to be like b- broken, so they're like, "Oh, we gotta get this animated like drog." <laughs> he looks like a fucking drogger. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't play Skyrim? Shit, no. Nope. Um, five one, the coat Kirk of all time. They were on by, but Kirk stay winning. Um, while he was on by, the Packers lost to Tyler Taylor Heineke. Love Tyler Taylor Heineke. I can't say his fucking name right. Um, Packers are extremely bad, uh, and the Lions are even worse. Um, I actually wrote this before the Bears somehow won, so I was a little sad because I thought that the entire NFC North would have just collapsed. But um, yeah, coat stay coat. Um, I have some bad news. I so along with my betting advice, my reverses, jinxes, and all all the things everyone knows. I'm pretty sure that I am somehow responsible for Brees tearing his ACL. So I 
wrote in my little betting chat with Tishan and Brenner that um, I said, wow, uh, I can't believe we all bet our offensive rookie of the year cash on Chris Olave when our own boy was staring us right in the face, obviously meaning Brees. And I think like seconds after that tweet had like been received by the other two, Zach Elliott put in the fucking group me that Brees had been carted off. So I think I just completely ruined like the best season an Iowa State player in the NFL could have ever had. Um, I feel terrible about it. You should. Sure. I actually, I did have an, I actually watched more kind of the Patriots game. Um, I will like, and this is a side note is that uh, juice actually contacted uh, the Dal the people live in the Dallas area. Cause he was going to be in town on Monday. And so uh, right before a storm hit, I met up with Juice, and and later Tyler Anderson uh, came came along. Tex couldn't make it, and we just like hung out and drank beers and watched uh, watched that game. So yeah, Juice was I think he was down in Austin with all of his rich doctor friends to watch the Formula One race, but then was flying. Oh, that's out of awesome. Dallas. So yeah, I got to I got to hang out with uh with with Doctor Juice for a bit. So that was great. That was my <laughs> NFL watching for the weekend. <laughs> F1 race and uh, getting to hang out with Jameson couldn't be yeah, better. Yeah, literally. So in the middle of the game, it started storming so bad that they lost cell- satellite signal. And so what they did was they they had this like weird music video. Like one screen was weird music videos, and then they just made that all the screens. So like <laughs> we're looking up and it's like like Katy Perry's "Eye of the Tiger" music video, and then like. Nice not smells like teen spirit and then like 80 like this just real eclectic mix instead of the actual nfl game so <laughs> great yes. excellent work there. well you at least saw some functioning offense from the bears that uh-huh. was kind of cool i did like they actually looked really fucking good so maybe they turned it around that'd be that'd be nice to have a little bit of competition so kirk just doesn't run away with the thing <laughs> That's it. All right. Uh, NFL's really bad this year. Good luck, mm-hmm. everyone. Don't watch it. You watch Octobox or whatever it's called, and that's it. God, that's so electric every It's the best. I, I, I don't have any times to, to do that anymore, but I, I remember it well. Um, did you know that that guy doesn't, like, he doesn't get up to pee for, like, six hours or something crazy? Like, what a, yeah. what a, what a legend. You're in there? Yeah, I remember... An interview with him, he was like, "Yeah, it's just me." The room is like the size of my office that he's in. It's just all green screen. Amazing. All right, let's go into the the league week. So first, we can just recap standings. Austin's delightfully put in some highlights here that I can read real quick. Uh, Noost, he's sitting at six and one. He's the only person doing it because Davo did get knocked off this week. So Davo and Vonge are at five and two. Everyone else is in the middle, including me, above 50%, but then four teams are sitting at two and five. So everyone's fighting it out every single week in there. It's it's rough. Uh, maybe, and then we'll go on to the majors. Uh, Newhall, Corey and Mike Stewart are six and one. Two teams are at one and six. 
Old Hall, Bianchi, and Edwards are the highest at 5-2. and two. Renner's by himself at 1-6. and six. So a lot could happen in there, obviously. Down to the minor leagues, Peters Cuervo, uh, Murphy, B.A., and Tom are all 5-2. and two. And then four teams are 2-5, and five, including our, our favorite team, Rod. Uh, Blipto, Shugart, and Voss are at 6-1. and one. Uh, And then our friend B&L's here is 0-7. Uh, but he's not the he's not alone being winless because Herbie Sterling, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Cavanda is six and one, and then Freeze is also zero and seven. Uh, and Guggenheim Austin's at six and one, uh, and nobody's at five and two. And then Zacher and Tom Nelson are at two and five. So Austin has a two game lead on a couple of these these guys. Yeah, I picked we... a okay mm-hmm. week to lose since. Yeah. Uh, the other two four and two teams, uh, I guess, yeah, they would have been four two. Um, they also lost, so got a little breathing room still. Presidents had this big swing where it looked like all of the teams that were like all of the the ones that had winning records were going to lose, and then like that happened in maybe one matchup. It was it all flipped. Our weekly game, his worst manager, that percentage. Uh, so it's it's John Cutler with 66% of his possible points. So could have made some changes there. Sorry, bud. Then Big's Memorial Pick of the Week. How'd that go? Yeah, so um, who do we have here? Oh. Sorry, my... Cat just attacked me. I had to <laughs> get him off of my stomach. Uh, so Murphy and Adrian's, that was the closest uh, projected, I believe. Um, it ended up being Adrian's coming out on top. So Adrian's is now 5-2. and two. It was a good win because I think Murphy was already 5-1. and one. It's another tide. Um, but that means Wedge lost. Wedge had picked Murphy. Wedge is now under 500. And if you're a betting man, doesn't look like you need to follow Wedge's advice. No, you can go. It's like Jim Cramer. You can start betting against his picks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm really scared to have myself as the Wedge game. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'll have the stomach to do that. I certainly don't this week. Mm-hmm. All right, here's some notable matchups that happened this week. You kind of narrated all these, so you go ahead and do these. Okay. Uh, So in mine, uh, Guggenheim, so we have, I think this is now the third league I've seen where we have somebody who just is not doing anything. Um, McMurray did not set his lineup, uh, still won. This is a weird thing I keep seeing where, like, you have Dusty and... We'll get to another person and McMurray. And I think there's one other who have just like not set their lineups, but they keep winning. Um, McMurray didn't have Dalvin Cook or the Vikings D. They were on by, but he had them in anyway. And he won by a point or less than a point to Tom Nelson. Um, wow. Zacher, though, big Zacher got his second win of the year. So Eno Benjamin finally coming through big time for Zacher. Oh. That was uh yeah, it was a failure last week, but he came out and stomped all over people this week. Um let's see, Herman German, we had Freeze Watch, alluded to it earlier, lost his seventh game in a row. 
Um, I think we were all witness to what happened on Monday night. <laughs> he had the lead, and uh, uh, yeah, the Patriots chucked it to Ramondre a few more times than they needed to. <clears throat> Isn't that just like the worst shit ever? When like you watch what's happening, and like this loser fucking team just chucks the ball over and over to the guy you're playing against, and they lose anyway. Just yeah, I think that's how I lost the the like the big game. The championship last yeah. year. The year was it was like somebody who like his max points scored in that year was like eight, and then he got like seventeen. That <laughs> <laughs> was for like no reason. All he did yeah. was like not get one inter- one reception, and I would have won if I remember right. But oh well, what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, it's just uh, I mean, it's a Brandon Staley move. It's um, it's selfish <laughs> yep. is what it, it's selfish is what it is. Um, Peter Squervo, we have Ellery Sagabart beat Bradley. Um, Ellery, I don't think has set his lineup all year, and nope. he beat Bradley, who was four and two, I believe. Bradley um, is trying, trying very hard, yeah. And uh, Ellery had Swift and Trillin Burks still out. Uh, Trillin Burks has been on IR for like a month, so um, sometimes you can just really tell that their people are not logging in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know it's why I let this like, get, it, I don't know why it gets to me so much because shit like this can happen, you know, like fantasy is completely random. It's gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, old hall. So uh, Bianchi no beats. What? I check it all the time and it does me no good. <laughs> Have you gotten to the point where you. Uh, so like I, myself and Jameson have both gotten a plan, like a plan in place where J- I don't think Jameson checks at all. And then I check like after the first round of games is over. Do you do that? Or do you check in all the time? No, I, I've given up on checking all the time. I know the outcome. <laughs> That's good. Well, not good, but good for your mental, better for your mental. I watched my chiefs shred the 49ers and I'm a happy camper. There you go. I watch uh, Kirk Cousins, and I'm not really happy, but um, I guess it's been better than worse. Um, so Old Hall, Bianchi beat Nigro by two. Um, now he is at the top of the league. I believe he's tied with somebody else, but he now has the points tiebreaker. Um, New Hall, so um, <laughs> Masker did a little Bamrick jinx to eke his way over uh, Brady Carvinus, Carvinass. Um, he won by two after he talked a bunch of shit about uh, who's that white tight end from the Saints? That guy, Jim. Oh. Taysom Hill. Oh, okay. Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's like, t- <laughs> yeah, he said some some trash about Taysom Hill and then Taysom Hill, uh, I think he threw for a touchdown and then also ran one in or threw for like a 50 yard pass and then ran one in. So nice work there. Um, I don't know what's going to happen if like the whole league somehow manages to like reverse jinx their players into being good. Well, maybe just the NFL as a whole will become a more watchable product. So I think it comes down to us. It's not up to coaches. It's not up to Nathaniel Hackett or the Brandon Staley's or the fucking um, Todd Bowles. These fucking morons. It's up to us. 
Yeah. Like it's time to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. And if we want something, we'll sh- bitch and moan our way to getting it. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Wit, uh, D wit took down Hanks by point. Um, pretty brutal for Hanks. <laughs> Hans. I think I, I spelled that. Hans. <laughs> took down Hans by a point. Uh, and then Stewart uh, threw down 180 on Posler. <laughs> So Posler, I think has been, I think it's tied between him and Corey for the most trades. So obviously Posler is like trying very hard. And his team is not bad. Actually, it is kind of bad. He's like third lowest scoring. Um, but so it's it's Beanels at like nine twenty. I think you have, and then somehow Posler has more points scored against him than Beanells at 944. So that is the most across all leagues. He is just having a fucking brutal year. I feel bad for the man. Well, well sometimes you just got to accept it. Sometimes, but not not today. You can still you can still win. Back. Yep. Don't all quit. of us all of us can still make playoffs and I can miss playoffs. So don't think that's not in the back of my head. Um <laughs> presidents, we got a 3 week Three game win streak for Jameson and Draft Punk. Nice work. Yeah. Couple of trades, uh, turning things around. Canoose is the other bad. six and one team there. So, actually, that was surprising. So, with my whole undefeated thing, I thought like I would be the only person with six wins for some reason. And there's like six people that have six wins. So, well, there's only two of us that are 0 and 7. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's more impressive <laughs> to be 0 and 7 than to be 6 and 1. That's a good way to think about it. Yep. Are we going to go into our start sick mistakes or bad luck? Guggenheim, Christian yeah. said Boyd again. Yeah, I actually hmm. I don't I'd have to go look, but I don't know if Christian has started Boyd since we told him to drop him. <laughs> And Boyd's like wide receiver 17 on the year. So, oh, I don't know. Christian's looking at his rankings in like Euros or something. He's trying to read it in Swiss. <laughs> Can't yeah. figure this out. Nobody can. Go ahead. This looks, well, this looks more like your flavor text, so you can go on. <laughs> well, the whole <laughs> document I'll is read my flavor your, text. I know, but I'll read your facts. I don't care. Uh, that doesn't okay. read your voice. But when you're going off, <laughs> then that's you. I just have notes about what I want to talk about. But if you have, all right. It's um, the, the fake. So Herman German. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Herman German. So uh, Freeze. He is zero and seven. Um, a big part of that is he is a pretend Vikings fan. He's fake. Um, he has Aaron Rodgers and. Uh, Mason Crosby, who is the kicker for the Packers. Um, Freeze, you are disgusting. You're a disgusting beast. Um, you are a fake Vikings fan. I, for example, am a real Vikings fan. I have literally zero Green Bay Packers on my team. I don't have any Bears. I don't even have any Lions. So um, stop fucking around and maybe you could win a game. Um I- you're being like, I got to get a piece of this offense. Let me get Mason Crosby and Rogers. <laughs> Actually, let me look at. They almost. So I know uh, a year ago. Yeah, I know. Um, kicker is pretty like 
volatile, but Mason Crosby is the number 26 kicker on the year. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure like the number five or f- six or whatever are probably available. So he's figure it out, dude. He likes him. Yeah, exactly. Like he's just level. a big, a big Crosby fan, big Rogers fan, probably mm-hmm. tunes into the, um, what are that guy's podcast is every Monday to hear all of um, Rogers news and notes. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get Aaron Jones more involved. I gotta do more, uh, peyote. It does seem like Aaron Rodgers' tactic of making all of his, like, younger players afraid of him isn't paying off. Like, calling yeah, all like, huge pieces of shit. There's, like, a like, common yeah. denominator around, like, the league scoring being down and, like, Brady, Rodgers, and these, like, dinosaurs, like, uh, Matt Ryan just being fucking awful. Like retire already. <laughs> At least your replacement might throw some pick sixes and we'll like get points on the board. As like Sam Ellinger just waiting for their opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. NFL's like yeah. the US Senate. <laughs> we need term <laughs> limits on Aaron Rodgers, dude. <laughs> Actually, Green Bay is the only people that like own part of their franchise. Right. They should be able to vote, you know, every four years, and if they want to keep this QB or not. And that's a good way to do it. It's still bring they back should actually, you know, That'd I'm, be the worst thing. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this <laughs> even further. So, I mean, we live in the like the information age. Like, I think that every Green Bay Packers fan should get a selection of four plays that then. <laughs> They have they get to vote on, and then that's the ones that they have to play. Like so, it's like a it's like a the most democratic team ever. I like that. The but coach's the, job is to select the four plays, but it's only fake field goal, four verts, half back dive, <laughs> and <laughs> probably a play action somewhere in there. Well, you know, it'd be awesome <laughs> is if like like let's say it would say, oh, this is. I don't even know who their coach is at this point, uh, but Lafleur. This is Lafleur's. Lafleur's. This is the one he wants to play, <laughs> and then everyone votes like Hail, Hail Mary, <laughs> like every time. So it'd be like Madden, like ask coach, and then you can just ignore yeah. that. And I'm imagining <laughs> yeah, a combo of uh, Madden and like Twitch plays Pokemon. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, any bad luck or coach's comments, sit mistakes from you, Brian? What do you have to say for yourself? Boy, uh, have you made some start I, sit mistakes, or has it just been the whole squad has been a disaster? Oh, I, like there was no I, wins to be had. Like, um, I may have made no, uh, there's nothing I can do. Um, <laughs> The, 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 it's execution. The, the impressive thing is just like the random players that I happen to face that go like I, I faced, you know, Benjamin last week. Uh, oh, who got so you're losing the margins. Yeah, it's just people who are like, <laughs> oh, yeah, let me grab this because margins are set to three and a half inches. I'm stubborn. I can't be like, well, I can't bench Najee Harris, although everything says bench Najee Harris, but. It's hard. It's that's a hard pill to swallow with your first overall pick. So, um, 
It is. Uh, it's it's. Uh... Oh wow! You have you have digs too. Oh wow! On, yeah. On, on paper, my team should be awesome, and they just they, they yeah they just uh, oh fucking suck. Week two, Tiddly Wids Killers, 140 points, but he played the only person that would have beat him. Incredible. 100, the first, 150. The first three weeks were really rough. Uh, and though that, that was just like pissed off then, and, and now I'm more just really disappointed. Oh, yeah, you're getting getting brutalized. This is it's hard to this see. Is a, this is like a... It's like a, a test from... A celestial being, you know, you're being <laughs> molded now. This is how the army, it's like basic training. You're just being like beat into a. The one time I didn't start Dobbins was his one good game because I was like, oh, first week back, mm-hmm. we should probably take that one easy. And he throws up 20 points and then I, he's done nothing that sense. <clears throat> and uh, Austin, yeah, Austin, I felt a little bad about, about uh, Brees Hall too because I, I know it's a. It's a different league, and this is frowned upon. But at one point, you were both in a dynasty league, and uh, I finally traded Saquon Barkley because he was doing nothing. It was hurt all the time, so that I could draft Brees Hall, and that's gone well for me. Oh no, oh, no man! Terrible. That's fucking brutal. Well, speaking of bad luck, um, I mean, I know I'm six and one, so my luck is not great. But um, I mean, not talk about but i picked up gus edwards and uh didn't start him because he came off the pup like eight minutes before the game started he went yeah, off been a risky start yeah uh he went off um i had lost hollywood brown last week um mark andrews got me basically the same as a buy um and i paid one mark ingram for the new england defense who got shellacked uh, mm. So I ended up losing by about 10 to uh, 15 to Hanner. So it's tough. Uh, it's tough. I'm I'm stuck with Cortland Sutton, who seems to be kind of a dud. He seems slow and fat and dumb, and he has a beautiful smile and makes me happy when I look at his face. But he uh, doesn't have any separation. Michael Pittman is now hanging with Sam Ellinger. I lost Hollywood Brown, so my whole strategy of a bunch of Top five wide receivers is falling out the window because my only other top five wide receiver is now out for the rest of the season. Um, so you know how like everyone's everyone's like skeptical about their own team, right? Um, mine is like couldn't be better, but I'm just thinking now, like this is the end. Like I mean, there's no you're... more wins coming. Like this is it. I've lost. Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews sucks. Cortland Sutton sucks. Michael Pittman sucks. I lost Hollywood Brown. Miles Sanders gets all of his touchdowns vultured by his QB. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just Colin Murray is atrocious. We are staring down two weeks before the new Call of Duty comes out. Do you think Kyler Murray is this ever going to hit 20 points it's again? Out. No. It's out. I've already played it. Kyler's done. Sure? It's out this weekend? Are you kidding me? I, You're done, man. It's over. Yeah, that's it. So I had my fun. Six wins was great, but congratulations to let's see, who's like fucking terrible? Zacher. Congrats. You got my playoff spot, buddy. My team is dog shit. 
It is, you know, we're right at the point in this, like getting to the point of the season where that story could come true. Is is that could be just as true as B Nell's now making the playoffs? Exactly. You're talking crazy, but I'm all for it. Crazier things have happened. I believe that uh, Mark Sullivan has won a couple in a row now too, so he's <clears> on his way up. Oh but, yeah, that's right. He was at yeah. like zero and three, right? And he's like four and three mm-hmm. now, or something. Something like that. <clears throat> Maybe three and three or three and four. What a beast. Um, okay, let's talk. Let's talk trades. We had a few. I was again. I showed up this week. Uh, it looks like you you wrote down the new hall. Benda trades DJ Moore and Garrett Wilson to Will because Will's the most active trader for Curtis Samuel and Brian Robinson. What, what do you um, think about this trade? Yeah. Um. Seemed like DJ Moore worked out. I mean, he had a good his first good game of the year, so uh, that kind of tracks for Benda trading away somebody who pops off. Um, it's I don't know about like getting deep into the Washington offense. I like Brian Robinson because he gets a million carries a game. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to really love him. Curtis Samuel seems fine, but uh, I don't think I would have. Well, yeah, I don't. I guess I'd have to look at Ben's team. It's I think it's okay. Um, Garrett Wilson seems to have fallen off a cliff, but with uh, Corey Davis getting injured, yeah, uh, maybe maybe it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know about doubling up on the Washington offense with Tyler Heineke or Taylor Heineke or uh, Wentz. That seems scary. Last time you Samuel, said that they blew up Samuel so. and Robinson, so I can tell you it's not great. <laughs> do you, you have them great. both i have them both i drafted them both uh was yeah excited about that I, brian, brian robinson was like yeah he's gonna take over for gibson for sure I got brian robinson literally got shot like it's not think... like he wasn't performing <laughs> the, the he got shot passed through his body he got shot in his last two weeks he's gotten 37 carries (laughs) like once he was back they're just like you're fucking out there until you get shot again (laughs) like that's That's what you want to see yeah i chased the volume on uh robinson as well and started him over mr gus everwood so egg on my face but then (laughs) yeah jameson um big dick trade this is a big dick trade (laughs) Yeah, so uh, after what was I don't remember what last week or it was a couple weeks ago I I got the got Tyree kill and so I felt a little more comfortable dealing digs I especially did because I needed to win now and he was on a buy so uh, talked to Ward a little bit he seemed open to the Saquon uh, trade so we swapped and. I don't know. It was kind of one of those things where, like, it just it really worked out for me because then I could start Saquon. Although in the end, it didn't. I would have started like Zay Jones, and I would have won either way because there wasn't that much of a difference. But I do love when I trade for somebody and I can just start them. Yeah, it's pretty magical when you're like, (laughs) oh, what am I gonna do with this buy? And you're like, I guess I'll flex Saquon Barkley. (laughs) That feels good. Corey, uh, I was playing bogey. Well, so I play, what's I, weird? What? Yeah, Sorry. Sorry. No, you were ramping up there. Well, so what's weird? We talked about this. What was strange about this trade from Ward's perspective was that Ward is—he was three and three, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm playing Dave Taylor. Like, 
I don't fucking need anyone. <laughs> like, I'll eat Diggs's bye. It's like, no big deal. And then he beat Dave up. <laughs> like, yeah. It was the, ex- sort of like, the absolute best possible thing that could have happened. And it was on the back of Davo started Tampa Bay's defense with got him one point, and then Dallas got 26 for <laughs> Ward. So Ward knows what, what the hell is yeah. going on. That's Dave, awesome. Yeah. Dave, you're still a pledge. I love it. So that's right. Get that in there. Yep. Forever pledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, and, and now I have to, I have to deal with Saquon's buy. So like, I think in the end, like, I feel good about it because I have the assets to like. I didn't really like, you know, I feel, be- I feel fine about it. But I think in the end, um, board might have, might come out, come out ahead on that one. But either way, it's pretty close. Yeah. Diggs is very good. Barkley's also. They're both number one at their. Uh, I guess Barkley isn't anymore because Eckler took over, but yeah, I think it's, um, I would have done it. Barkley's awesome. Yep. That's, it feels good to have good running backs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How are your now, running backs, Beanells? Yeah. How are uh, yours? Ours and, you know, I expected James Conner to not do what he did last year. That was, that was fair. Um, but I to do something. Uh, that play is yet that is yet to be the case so um Pittsburgh, Being in the game Pittsburgh Steelers are, would be good. are trash uh Russell's trash um Connor's trash so my, my top you know Diggs Diggs has been the only good thing Brian Robinson is a great feel-good story we like having him on our team we can really rally around him uh for solid six, six points a person um feeling pretty good about that <clears throat> Yeah, if you look at the squad, um, obviously Wilson and Sutton are kind of bringing you down. Robinson, so-so. Harris taking a big step back. I guess what's weird about Harris is that they're off. They're, they had Big Ben's like corpse out there last year, and he was still really good. So like, understanding. You would think like he would just be fine. I don't get Bone it. Bone should get him. So, uh, and then Jason obviously yeah. now is is worthless. Um. Yeah. Now that they have Christian McCaffrey, so I'm. I don't know whether I should uh, pick up a waiver or uh, hold on to him for Christian McCaffrey's inevitable demise when he gets hurt. What happened? Uh, Maybe you should do what I'm trying to get Langton to do, but the chances of Langton actually chucking sleeper are zero. Would be to trade digs for a bunch of other stuff. I've had like but, uh, like the last offer I got for Diggs was like Taysom Hill, uh, <laughs> Mike Williams. All right, we're already not on the same page. Yeah, it was. Hey, you've got the you've got a what uh, what a guy that scores what was written as video game numbers. Would you like a extremely fluky tight end? <laughs> so with with this point, Taysom Hill like shows up as the number four tight end at the time, but I was like, you yeah, know, he, he yeah. had one game. That he freaked out upon and the offense is down. Um, yeah, I, Who did that? Let's shame him. <laughs> it was Sugar, but to be fair, I've also sent out a couple. Oh. Of, I've sent out a couple of just offers, just that were didn't want to accept, but like to kind of get the ball rolling. Let's see if there's uh, something that we could do. The Jeff Edwards School of Trade. 
like I don't have like I don't have Coonsy's number anymore, so I sent him an offer to be like I sent him three players for for, for for Josh Allen, and I was like, let's talk about this. He's like, why would you want to trade with me? My team sucks. I'm like, yeah, you're three four. I'm on seven. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for anything <laughs> anything I can get going on here, and he just never responded after that. Um, That's a bummer. Teeds laughed in my face. I don't even remember what I offered him, and he should have left. I was like, I mean, you got dick. It was an absurd offer uh, that I that I I was like, cool. Let's just like get the ball rolling. I was like, what can we do to like talk about this? Is there anything available? And he just said, fuck off. I think something like that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a rescue run. Like th- this is the 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 downside of being in the other end of like Jeff Edwards trade offers for because he does that. He like. He does like I maybe maybe he's got a different value system than I do, but and I think that's true because I talked to him a little bit earlier today about the trade. But what he does is send you something that's so insanely stupid that it will make you upset. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will just like be muttering to myself and be like, on what fucking planet does this make any sense? Like I don't want to engage with this trade. Like I don't want to like. Like I don't, I don't, and but if you do, if he does this over and over and over again for literally a decade, almost at this point, like he's got, he's got a reputation. Him and him and Pure have reputations right. like this. Like I literally was just doing it to like make contact. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a joke of a trade. He would have accepted it. So I was just like, what's what's the package? No one's off limits. Uh, and then he beat me and uh, remind me about that uh, later. <laughs> So I was going to talk about this in general league topics, but trade etiquette, because I am also experiencing some pretty bullshit cold shoulders from my fellow league mates. So uh, I have a couple of trades out. Uh, I, I here's before I say what my trades are. Here's my running back room. Keep in mind, I didn't draft any running backs. Right. This is just the people that I've collected. Miles mm-hmm. Sanders, Damian Pierce, Cordero Patterson, Donta Foreman, Daryl Henderson, Brian Robinson. All Gus Edwards. There's another one. Six. All of these guys are the starters on their teams. All of them are getting 15 plus touches a game. So you would think in my league with all these injuries and whatever the fuck is going on, that if I put these guys on the trade block and add some stuff out there, people would be interested. Well, it's been two days. Nobody's said a word. So I start sending trade offers. I'm thinking, okay, maybe some two-for-ones, right? You get a couple, whatever, Cortland Sutton and Gus Edwards or Michael Pittman and Gus Edwards or whatever combo of Arby's and my wide receiver twos you want, that could work. Or maybe one of these guys for a wide receiver two. So I'm just like spitballing here. I got messages out. I got trades out. Whatever you think of for the last two days, nobody has responded except for Zachary, who I ended up texting personally. <laughs> I actually, at this point, I don't, I don't trade via the sleeper app. Like I, I'm just texting people. But why? It has direct messages, and if you have alerts, it's just right there. But it, it's, I've, I've had times where I didn't notice stuff. Like it doesn't. I don't know. I would just text your trading partner. That would fix your issue here. Right. Although you could have someone like Logan in your league who will respond like three weeks later. <laughs> how this, how 
how Logan operates in the modern world is a mystery to all. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. He's an enigma. But yeah, I have like Telercom and Langtim, for example, are two people I've had trades out for like days. Just nothing. Well, if anyone out there <laughs> needs anyone else's number, I have them all. So, yeah, give me the, give me give me give, give you those digits. Number. Give me comes number. But all those every time that I'm like another thing, Commissioner's Corner again. Every time that I'm you're getting a text that that you think is like I'm directly texting you about some league thing. Unless it's really about you, I'm doing it to 84 other people. So maybe, <laughs> what? maybe I thought I was special. You are yeah, special. What the hell, man? Every everyone is special in the fact that I'm, I'm the going vice through, commissioner. I'm going through like 20 minutes of my day to individually text everybody in the league. That's how special all of you are to me. Yeah. But maybe I don't have that I can get a little appreciation for that. But basically, back to the trades cool. things. Mm-hmm. Just because that's what I sent does not mean that's my final offer. It's like Bnell said, let's get the ball rolling. Let's chat. You know, this is probably my lowest offer. Let's find somewhere in the middle. Like, figure it out. I agree with Be a human being. I, but I also, I like, sometimes when people do that, I'm just like, I don't, this, what you've just sent me makes me think that, like, what's the point? We're so far well, apart. I think the difference is that Jeff will send you like a kicker for digs. And mine is like, <laughs> I think this is a reasonable offer. Do you yeah. agree? If not, let's figure it out. Like, yeah, I don't think I would uh, engage like Breer and Jeff do, which I have also just like denied and then just ignored it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's bad. I've got a history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Working against you. Bad got a stank on you. Yeah years of just hey and then we're yeah bend you over (laughs) all right well all right moving on let's go to waiver claims uh i can go presidents nothing really happened i paid i paid way too much money for a tight end i wasn't even in the ballpark of like just kind of you know like sometimes you just you swing and you miss i i i I sat there and I thought I got to get my guy. I paid money and I paid like, I think 20 to 20. No, I think the next highest bid was like $11 and I, I spent 27 on Pat Fryermuth. So then, the which, and then a, who just immediately went to like questionable designation. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't think the Muth is like on waivers anywhere else. So that's impressive. No, this I would have paid that much. I was very close to trying like I realized it a little late, but I was thinking about I was gonna try to drop someone on my um, bench because it was dropped by Davo before like games were played. What an idiot! So it could have got yeah. He was he was trying to make moves. You know, all that news came out where people are like, "I got to get Isaiah Pacheco," and I got Gus Edwards, so that felt good. Nice, um, but yeah, that kind of stuff. But that was pretty much the only crazy. Presidents isn't generally a crazy league. <clears throat> For that kind of claims, but then yeah, uh, if you didn't get if you didn't get Gus for free, you were spending a shitload of money for him because uh, Herman German he went for thirty three dollars to J Ren. Next closest was thirty one, so he just barely got him. Uh, Blipto Teed's got Gus for fifty, which is like sometimes for you know if you're looking at a guy who might blow up a little bit, that's a reasonable price. I mean, uh, shit, man. He came off the pup and they gave him 
16 carries. Like, yeah, like that's a good he's sign. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. Old Hall, we got Preer picking up Darry, Darren Waller for 37. <laughs> and then Sullivan <laughs> put in a nice <laughs> zero bid. So yeah, I, this is I, funny. So Darren is not on waivers in any other league. How is that possible? And Old Hall has picked up that, like, I mean, Darren Waller sucks ass. He's had, like, four good games in the last two years. None of them this year. So it makes sense for him to be on the waivers. But uh, I guess he's probably been injured. But it's really <laughs> funny to have Sully be like, eh, <laughs> whatever. Like, an old tight end one, like, maybe I get him. Maybe somebody overpays. <laughs> yeah, maybe somebody pays. Yeah, I don't Paying 37 for Darren Waller makes me feel better at 27 on Friar Move. Yeah. And then it looks like Newhall, Brady picks up Kadarius Tony for 20. I don't know yeah, why you do that. This is funny. Um, <laughs> so Kadarius Tony in the beginning of the season injured his right hamstring. And then like three weeks ago, <laughs> he came out and practiced that as he was rehabbing, he injured his other hamstring. <laughs> so it's about he doesn't that have as soon legs. As it happened. I don't know. Maybe Carvinas thought that this was he misread and it was Wandell Robinson news. But Kadir's Tony is not one. He's not going to be good. Two, he might not even play this entire year. So twenty dollars on that somebody, guy is pretty funny. He was somebody at the beginning that there's a lot of hope for. I think I drafted him actually, or picked him up very shortly, and then you know, it just didn't happen. So and then yeah. he ripped like both of his. He disintegrated both. <sighs> Kadarius Tony practice updates. Kadarius Tony did not practice today. All right. Well. All right. Thanks. <laughs> uh, then we have Goose's Mark Ingram watch. Again, just because you dropped Mark Ingram doesn't mean we forget. Um, Goose started Damian Harris, who had 1.5. Mark Ingram, who is currently on waivers, scored 3.7. So. Goose has now started seven people in a row that are less good than Mark Ingram. Wow. Those $11 could have multiplied by now. <clears throat> That's compound interest. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Next, we got Rod's Race to the Championship. You want to give the research results, Austin? Two and fucking five, baby. <laughs> Rod gets his second dub of the year. Oh my god. And guess what? We had an what? entire episode on this dude. Tom McHale, beautiful and powerful. Rod takes his ass down. <laughs> That's Can you how you believe make a that statement. shit? That's a state a franchise statement win. Exactly. That's a Iowa State. We're turning the program around when, you know, once every ten years and then the same fucking bullshit happens. <laughs> but this time it's different for Rod because not only did he lit, beat Salami Tommy, he's favored next week. Are you kidding me right now? He, as we're speaking, has just picked up Jawan Johnson. There we go. Robert Tiny still making moves. And he didn't he? Yeah, Rod gets Mikkel Hardman or Hardman for zero. And then he picks up Marquise Goodwin. So, like, he's making smart moves. He's saving his, he's conserving his dollars. He got both those for free. He is, and he dropped a Green Bay player, which is always good. Freeze, maybe take notes, you Mm -hmm. fucking loser. Yeah, Rod Rod has, well, I mean, you can't multiply by zero, so, but imagine, (laughs) let's just give you one, that he'd have 200% more wins than you. That's right. Uh, Ta 
brought in his sleeper recommendations again for the seventh week in a row. This time we got two of them though. Uh, so sleeper said Fournette is a top ten option. I think he scored two points. <laughs> and uh, uh, Chris Godwin is a borderline wide receiver one. And I think Godwin didn't even crack ten points. So it's like Godwin's a Can't borderline wide confirm. receiver. They've <laughs> <laughs> got no, as well. Man. What do you think about Tom Brady? Tom Brady uh, these days, Pinos. Um, uh, he was a system quarterback. Anyone could do what he's done. Fuck you, D. Ren. Uh, <laughs> you put you put Alex Smith in that scenario, and he's going to have six Super Bowl rings too. So, uh, yep. A tiny little bit of some personal drama. He can't obviously handle the pressure. Uh, um, some quarterback uh patrick mahomes is a god wish that had happened yeah that would have been awesome everyone loves alex Alex smith yeah alex smith like his leg exploded (laughs) and seems like like don't you guys remember that yes i do remember that i not even in like a joking way like in a horrific injury way and yeah just said nothing but sads for alex smith like could you imagine him in the face of the Patriots franchise instead of this this weirdo kid kisser? Kissing his sons. <laughs> yeah, that's the saddest like, part about the divorce. Tom Brady is Kirk that... Cousins. Like, that is, is just an indifferent scenario. <laughs> but I thought you liked Agreed. Kirk Cousins. No. Kirk's fine. He's just not the GOAT, just like Tom Brady is not the and GOAT. And he definitely would mouth I thought we were talking about his personal character child. at this point. Yeah. Oh, does Kirk do that? I, I just assume. You know what I bet? I actually think that they've been reading this whole thing wrong. I think that Tom Brady pre-masticates his kids' food, and that's what is happening there. It's yeah. not his kissing his children on the mouth. He's oh. chewing their food for them and yeah. spitting it into their mouth. What well, do you think about that, Brian? Right. <laughs> uh, taking- Brian, let's get your thought on that. Yeah. Notch, and I, I wouldn't throw it by him. It's all avocado ice cream, and so it's easy to easy to do it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we got <laughs> we got a mailbag question from <laughs> Jeff Edwards. I guess he didn't send that to me. Was this just the he group texted me? both of us? No, I wasn't paying attention. I guess he's texted both of us twice, and neither one of us ever responded either time. So <laughs> I'm busy. He's on Pacific time. You probably assume it's a trade-off. He sent us. He sent us a message. Oh, I guess he responded the first time. Um, okay. Yeah, he sent us this on Friday. He sent us a mailbag for this week, next week, and the week after. I picked one of them. Okay. Uh, well, we'll just we'll get those in there. So yeah, this was um. Just wanted an update on we're nearly midway through the season. Discuss Iowa State alums fantasy seasons and the rest of their season outlook. So we can start with the uh, elephant in the room. I tore Brees' ACL. Um, So his season is over, even though he was going to be easily the rookie of the year. Um, And so now it's going to Kenneth Walker, who... um, is pretty good. I mean, Brees would, uh, yeah, Brees would just dominate his ass, like no problem at all. But I guess it's yours. It's yours, Kenneth. Uh, go on. Uh, Lazard was doing pretty good. He either had like a hundred yards or a touchdown in seven straight weeks, and then he got injured. 
So Lazard is injured again. He might miss his second game of the season. Let's see. David Montgomery, he is the best. He's um, He has been the best thing on the Bears offense for four years and still is um, just because Justin Fields ran around a little bit. Um, doesn't make him good. So Montgomery is still the best player on the team. Um, let's see. AJ Klein. The, well, just I like that when Montgomery scored that touchdown, everyone was so happy for him on the screen. Like, what yes. a nice guy. Like, well, they saw so happy. They saw a couple weeks ago when they tried to have Khalil Herbert on the one yard line, run it in like three times, and he just gets stuffed. And Montgomery, he's going to break like three or four tackles on his way into the end zone. It's, it's a given. Mm-hmm. Um, and I play against Montgomery this week, so that's fun. Um, Charlie Kohler, uh, we all know this, but Charlie Kohler is way, way better than Mark Andrews. It's not even close, but John Harbaugh is racist against people oh. named Kohler, so he hasn't seen the field yet. Hmm. Um, not good. No, and then Brock Purdy came in for Garoppolo. Garoppolo, as I say, um, Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> is fucking atrocious. He is dog shit. Uh, Brock Purdy would come in and put up probably 400 yards a game, no problem. Six or seven picks, but he would have the yards. Um, and uh, so he's around. The only other person I think that's in the NFL from Iowa State is AJ Klein, and he is on people's practice squad these days because he's like 32. So. Do happen to be That's going it. up against think. Lazard and Montgomery this week, so place your bets. Uh, nice, couple of touchdowns for some Iowa State players this week. That's well, that doesn't make me feel I'm very also good. Going against Lazard. Well, I don't think Lazard will end up playing, but I'm really not happy about that because I'm playing against Montgomery. So, what the fuck, Beanells? You're supposed to be nice on my team. side here. He knows that this side. is well. This is his week to turn it around. So I That's maybe true. it won't go that way. This is my vengeance against well, Kinsey for not trading me Josh Allen. I'm going to come out and swing in and uh, take him down. Oh boy. <laughs> well, the look ahead. We got our next weekly game. This one might be for you. Then it's highest points in loss. So <laughs> this could be you. I had a couple times. This seems to be one you've locked down in the past. Yeah. yeah Let's get 25 been... bucks back here, huh? Yeah. Someone asked I me mean, what my purpose of playing I, is anymore, and I just said side pots and not piss boy. That is all I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I want everyone to just think about that sentence you just said. You're 0 and 7 and still putting in work because you don't want to be piss boy and there are side pots. So all I can say is mission fucking accomplished. This guy's on the pod and I can't get Tyler come to trade with me. <laughs> yeah. The fuck about man. that? I'm 100% I am encouraging participation. Left and right. Yeah. I've done it. But <laughs> yes, maybe the next weekly game you can win if, if you don't get a win. But we'll we'll hope for your actual win. But I am gonna change that that like you're not gonna get to win weekly games if you're not starting players. Just in general. Like if, oh, I didn't if actually get... check if uh Cutler had anybody on by, so we should probably double check I, that. I don't know about that, but I didn't say it beforehand. This is probably just gonna be not a sure go for it thing, but like Okay. Some some of these uh, weekly games that are it's kind of like rewarding bad teams in a way. Mm-hmm. If your team is just if, if like it's very obvious you're just like <laughs> not checking in because all your people are on IR and and just 
Yeah, you have to be you're pulling a T mic to make money. Yeah, T mic, worst bit. But anyway, player not of for now. <laughs> then Austin did write down in the playoff pictures. Nobody's 100% out or 100% in. I do have league legacy. I've got things like playoff odds, which is pretty fun. Um, I just realized that this was a thing, so I can look at, for example, I've got League Legacy Presidents has playoff odds. Uh, well, it's still loading, but uh, yeah, it says right now I've got a 50% chance of making the playoffs, so good for me. First person who's ever played, what are his odds? Uh, let's see. Which one are you in again? Flipto? Whatever you know. All right, let's check. Let's hope, let's load this thing up. Um, I've also got streaks here, which are fun, but a lot of you guys haven't played each other. So um, it says that as of now, your playoff odds are 0.00%. So I don't know. It, it also <laughs> does say playoff odds is a beta tool <laughs> and that results may change. It's a best approximation. So it also gives you three... There, it gives you like a general rating if you've been lucky or unlucky, and you have three unlucky marks, which I've never actually seen that many. So <laughs> I've only seen two. <laughs> so you're getting it, even the computer knows that you're getting hosed a little bit. That's the AI. But your your power, uh, we have power <coughs> rankings here too, don't we? And you are above Zhao's team via the power rankings. So. That's got to feel a little better. No, it doesn't. But um, again, if anyone wants to look at that, let me know. I'll send you an invite. Um, but sooner or later, it'll just be something I can like link out and send to people, and they can take a look at it without having to join the thing. And yeah, that's playoff pictures. We're not not locked in yet. That's right. Um, so we have Big's pick of the week now. Big's pick of the week is sponsored by Subway. That's right, motherfuckers. The internet never forgets. Come on down to your local subway and try the new Danger Witch from the second highest paid QB in the league, Russell Wilson. For a limited time only, get a foot-long Danger Witch for the price of each touchdown this dumb fuck has thrown all year. Hurry on in. This offer may double by the time the season ends. That's the Danger Witch, baby. Give up. Uh, This week's pick of the week is between... Paul Edwards and Denton in my own home league, Guggenheim, near and dear to my heart. Um, according to the projections, only 0.2 points separates their projections right now. And they are both, well, Edwards is four and three and Denton is three and four. So a little bit of ground to make up here. Let's see. So Denton is on the right. Edwards is on the left. Let me take the picture. Uh, wedges on the right. So it is Denton. Denton is the pick. Congratulations, to Denton. Denton. Denton is the pick. Great. And then, lastly, we have Bamrick of the week. Uh, Bamrick of the week goes to Joe Bamrick, my grandpa. Actually, Jameson and my grandpa. Actually, Jameson, right. Dane, and my grandpa. Right. All of our grandpas. All of Mm-hmm. He is, uh, I said 94, but he might be older than that. Is he 96? I think he might be 96. Um, but he yeah. had COVID this last week, um, but is out of the hospital and went back home in time for dad to make him a Manhattan around 4 p.m. for happy hour. 
So good job, Joe. Yep. Um, Pretty good. Yeah. Anything else? How's uh? We didn't ask Beanos how's his life going. How's life in Cleveland going? What are you up to? I'm uh still close to the rich and famous, um, and mainly just normal people. Um, Fubu. Lots, lots of Fubu. Uh, it's uh, it's wonderful being a Chiefs fan in Cleveland. Um, everyone like, oh man, we suck again, and I never realized that they didn't suck. Um, but to, to see the gymnastics that they do to make themselves think that they were good or had a chance to be good is fantastic um i i saw deshaun watson's house he's living pretty uh i had a client right next to him and um didn't seem to to care too much those uh massages just treated well he had about oh hours worth of three cars sitting out in front of his place that he was getting all all cleaned and uh nice yeah they were there, pretty sick. Um, and then he just got pulled over in his uh, one of them the other day, going 97 on the on the interstate. Um, use your use your brain, Deshaun. And have one of those. Come on, there's nothing. There's nothing back there. It's fun to see the delusion. Like I've had multiple people tell me in the last week, like, "Oh man, this is what we get for signing Deshaun." I'm like, "When were you ever good? Like, when? What? This is nothing new. How are you not used to this yet?" It reminds me of an Iowa State fan. <laughs> yeah, literally never. So, yeah. so it's 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 fun to uh, laugh and um, see their tears. Um, <laughs> To a resident Browns fan, Mark Sullivan. Yeah, and Benda. I like the Browns. I did for a oh. while, but they have not like treated themselves well with this whole scenario. It's been interesting. Um, uh, <sighs> trying to get to the owner's house here in a few weeks. Came about that. That's probably not going to go well. I won't be able to ask him about that. But... <laughs> Jim, Just, uh, hey, what the Jim, fuck are you Jim doing? Haslam, Jimmy Haslam, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm trying to get a hold of you. Uh, I'll uh, yeah. try not to hey, try not to bring that up if I see you. Uh, but now Cleveland's. If anyone wants to ever have a beer, there's a whole lot of breweries around. When you're coming to wonderful, the the, the water doesn't light on fire anymore. Um, they're pretty proud of. That's a good, oh, they fixed yeah, that. they fixed That's that. Nice. They they good. even named their beers after it now. Um, they're pretty proud. Was that the Koy Koyoga Koyoga River? Koyoga, got it. Yeah, look at me. What is that? Is the one of the these like midwestern cities like that? Some guy that owned, like, I heard a story where a guy that owns like a big warehouse painted on top of it because it was under the flight path, like, Welcome to Indianapolis or something. Ooh, uh, but it was like a Cleveland I, guy that did I it. I never, I never saw that in either of the cities, but I also uh, am an aisle guy over a window because. Yeah, when same. you're flying into Indianapolis and Cleveland, you're not exactly peering out the window for the view. Uh, I like a good industrial view. Anyway, see a lot. Learned a lot about acid rain. How that was kind of developed here. That was cool. Um, That's cool. It's it's like it's good to be in a city at first. A lot of history. A lot of history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we won't keep you guys uh, that much longer. <laughs> I think we've been. This has been a, a long, what is it, long pod, good pod. Have me on. It's been an honor. But yeah, thanks Thanks for coming by, Brian. We'll hope for either a win or a side pot this week. 
That's give me that money. Fuck wins. Let's get it, buddy. <laughs> Let's get it. All right, everybody. Well, this has been episode eight. Uh, hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.